sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Oh, hey, baseball fans. Welcome to the doldrums of <laughs> this time of the year for being a baseball fan. How exciting for us. We are. <laughs> the days are getting series, shorter. Baby, yeah. There's no baseball. Daylight savings time just ended. Is that how they go? It ended, right? Is that what that is? Um, uh, anyway, it's yeah. getting began. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's getting darker earlier. Yeah, That's anyway, it's dark at 445, 430 sometimes. It's disgusting. Uh, the World Series is over. But I would actually say this. It starts to get a little more interesting now because uh, it starts to enter free agency, silly season for trades and all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, maybe I was being disingenuous because... There's still some exciting stuff. I was going to be a Debbie Downer, but remind you that there's that looming CBA. Uh, there is that. Okay. That December December 1st 1st was the dead is the deadline. And it sounds like there will not even be close to a deal at that point. So we could be looking at a lockout for 2022. I've heard some some and read some interesting articles on that. So yes, once we kind of dive into this episode, I'll share those. All right. Welcome to the California Penal League podcast. I'm Steve. With me, as always, is Anthony Fabiano and Chris. Um, Yes, there's quite a bit to talk about, guys. So I feel like we could probably just dive right in. Um, Obviously. It's dumpster dive. That could be a segment. Dumpster dive. I love that. Or dumpster diving for free agents. I like the dumpster diving. And I also liked, Chris, you had the idea of a segment called, what was it? It was something... It was hilarious, and we need to institute it at some point because I really it want to do was, that. Let me let me go to the well, uh, Chris the will find old. it. Um, but big, obviously, the biggest thing uh, that's gone on uh, in recent weeks for the baseball season is that the freaking Atlanta Braves just like I I don't know if like anybody really appreciates it yet or like cares, it's but it's like, is it the most like improbable season ever? Possibly. Because I'm like still in shock over it, especially like thinking about just like it's not so much that they were like, you know, struggling at the at the all star break and at the trade deadline. It's not really that it's like they had to use the trade deadline to like remake their whole outfield and it like all just worked. And then and then uh, just like ran the table. I mean, it it really was incredible Um, to the point where I'm wondering why, like uh, for manager of the year. Like Brian Snicker is not nominated for manager of the year. Like it makes me wonder. Like when do they set? When do like they send in the votes? I believe that's all pre post. It's all regular like, season stuff, which is so stupid. But that's not even like okay, great. So that's so so it's all regular season. I I completely get that because that makes sense and that usually is. But like if you're looking at National League manager of the year, you've got Gabe Kapler with the Giants, perfect. Craig Council with the Brewers and Mike Schilt with the Cardinals, ex-Cardinals manager Mike Schilt. You mean to tell me <laughs> that like if you looked at the regular season, you would think that Craig Council on the Brewers was a better managerial story than like what Snicker was doing with the Braves to get them to the playoffs? I don't know. Of That's- the th- of the three, he's probably the one you can make the argument against the easiest, yes. All they did was just go and win the division. It's not like it's like okay, great, yeah, you got a good, you got a great pitching staff and like an okay offense. Great, you you won the division. Like, okay, whereas I don't know the it just like blows my mind. But anyway, um, um, yes, yeah. I found I found that text. Oh yes, it okay, was yes. reckless um, trade speculation and thoughts. I like it. Um, yes, yeah, like so, and it was anything that's reckless, like you, and and, and it, it was it was completely reckless, reckless, and it's a complete. Wink and a nod to the idea that um, the Indians are always fielding trade offers for Jose Ramirez. And it was based on that thought that you just said, Steve, of the Braves having to rebuild their outfield. And my thought was, well, Acuna Acuna did nothing this postseason. What a bum. A bust. Like, what a bust. (laughs) You better be careful, Bryce Harper. They're probably going to move. They're probably going to move on from, you know. Oh, for sure. Do they want Perez? You know, him in the (laughs) outfield. They don't need him anymore. The Indians should make a trade offer of 
Roberto Perez and Nick Whitgren for Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful Bryce Harper doesn't listen to this because he he got on a fan for not saying Acuna. That Acuna, one. Yeah, Acuna. yeah so, he has the tilde on it. You got to make sure you include the tilde. Yeah, you better watch out. Bryce Harper's going to come beat your ass. Yeah, There's well. a fucking tilde, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and we like see him come through the video screen that I'm recording, just beating the hell out of Chris. Whoa, Bryce Harper. <laughs> I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask him if he wants a beer and get the I, I will say that, again. like, he'd be cool with that. I, yeah. We've had, but two, you're totally like, right. Really... Acuna. Okay. I was going to say, how much? Okay, let me ask you this. Well, for our first reckless, reckless, we'll call it like reckless <laughs> abandon or whatever. Um, if you were to like go to the Braves and be like, "Hey, look, you guys won the title. Yeah. We want Acuna. He did nothing for you during the World Series run." And, and they're like, "Dude, you're right. How much of our, <laughs> let's say, of our top seven starters? How many would you think we'd have to give up to like minimum prime three. away? Honestly, three. minimum like, three. I think you could get away with Bieber and Cal Quantrill. And like yeah, two, you're of probably our right, top, dude. two of our top five prospects. You could get Acuna for that. Nolan Jones, Justin Bieber. Yep. <laughs> you could. No, and... I really think. I mean, because then all of a sudden, if, they, if they, you add those two pitchers to the Braves, they have one of the best rotations in the in the NL. They really do. Like I, that's not well, that. I mean, that's not gonna there, happen. But like, that's Anderson, why it's so reckless for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'm it's into a it. pretty. It's a pretty awesome. I mean, it's not great for the Indians. Like, if the Indians could give up, um, Plesac and and Bieber, and like two of our top prospects, I would actually do that deal. You know, it's funny. Uh, in a couple of years, we're gonna have to be having actual conversations about what we're going to do with yeah. Shane Bieber in a trade scenario. So this is nice practice because maybe, it's totally going to happen. Unless uh, there's oof. maybe, I mean, he might, well, I don't he know, might, man. Uh, Dude, take an extension. There, there is a 3% chance he signs an extension with the Indians. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not saying or the guardians. Like, sorry. I'm not there's saying a 0% likely, chance he signs guys. with the Indians. There's a 3% chance he signs with the guardians. <laughs> oh, speaking of guardians, um, this was shot. my, yeah, my juicy tidbit for you guys was that I saw a photo of Chris Antonetti today wearing a, a quarter zip-up with the new C on it. Ooh, how'd it look? Yeah, look they're going nice. to officially switch the name at the end of the month is what I heard. Nice. Yeah, well, so, it was John Heyman. Probably just in time for Black Friday. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, they're waiting. Yeah, they can't wait for the Dude, holidays. I know that they're probably well, just ironing out. Like, knowing how stupid- the franchise operates. Roller derby thing, yeah. You know, once they iron that out, here's I'm three sure million dollars go away. Yeah, oh whatever. You, it, we'll fund your that's team for they like ten years. Didn't pick up Perez's deal. They, they <laughs> oh, had to use fuck. that Perez money to pay off the fucking roller derby. <laughs> your seven million we just I saved. Think, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I, I think the Nick Wickren like two point three will cover it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Let's be real. Like roller derby is really fun. I like that. I love that roller derby movie that uh, Drew Barrymore made. That movie's awesome. Uh, I used to watch roller. Yeah, whip it. Yeah, I used to watch roller derby on like one of like the ESPNs like years ago. But like, if someone offers you over a million dollars to like change your name, like take it. You're at the end of the day, you're a roller derby league. Like your league is not worth two million dollars. Yeah. Well, Steve, do you know where the roller derby team plays? No. Or competes, I guess. Maybe that's the better. I don't know what the correct terminology for roller derby is. But they compete at a facility that you and I played hockey at. Oh, really? Euclid Ice Rink. They play at Euclid? Yeah. Is that Or? Or, yep. Or Arena? Or Arena. Wow. That place was like, I mean, not to... You know, place was a hundred years old when we played I was gonna there. Say, yeah, that place was decrepit. Here, I'll like do this. I'll do rec- I'll do reckless speculation. I've never been there, but that place sounds shitty. Fabs. <laughs> it was one of the worst. It was one of rinks, the yeah. first ice rinks in Northeast Ohio. It okay. was covered. It was a pavilion. It was an old pavilion. You know that you can that like I've only the only place I've ever seen one 
like this in the wild is in Wheeling, West Virginia at Wheeling Park. They had an outdoor hockey rink that was literally built underneath a metal roof. And that's how or arena and Euclid, you know, was back in the day. And then they put walls up around it. This rink just for like, for people who, who have played and watch hockey, you had like, you were off sides every time you got on the ice because the rink was shrunk down and your bench would, you had to just jump off sides and then hop back over the uh, the blue line. This they were arena old boards sounds, too. Yeah, this arena sounds like it was really nice in back like in like the eighteen hundreds when people <laughs> yeah. wore like Victorian dresses with wooden skates. And yeah, like yeah, there are hats. There, there are, was. I was going to say, yeah, there are old photos of games where it's just every man's yes. in a suit with a hat. Yes, in the stands. Yeah, <laughs> no slap shots. You know, it was all. The passes were nice passes on the ice. Yeah. It was a well, that's interesting game. Yeah, we'll have to go see a game. We'll have to go see a match. Yeah. That I might mean, be I, fun. I, 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 I'm 99% positive about that, I should say. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> they I played did the some, cue. I, I did yeah. some research. <laughs> I looked into it. Well, they haven't even been around since they haven't even uh, played since they haven't 2019. Even fielded so, like, a team for like the last three years. So whatever, it's all going to be fine. W- trust me. In a few weeks, we're all going to be dumping a shitload of money on hats. Unless and- this is a conspiracy theory that the team has realized that Guardians has only been met with some lackluster support, and they're like, "Ooh, maybe we should reverse course and go with spiders." I mean, I wish, but unfortunately, yeah, that <laughs> I'm was into the theory. conspiracy. That I'm was a theory it. I heard on the radio, and I thought it was fun. I, I trust me, I want that to be true. But I've I've made my peace with Guardians. I'm into it, and I, I feel like we. I just have to. I can't entertain any other options. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling break myself. Everything. Yeah, I'm gonna, telling myself it, I'm into it. Yeah. And then if this happens to happen, okay. I'll I'll be excited with uh, the spiders. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah, but I'll have a mental break if I start to think about any other options. So if, if right, I get my I hopes to, up again for spiders, I can't do it. I can't hurt myself like that again. I'm not ready to be hurt like that. Nope. So going back to the World Series for a second, and just like the playoffs in general, you have some good questions here uh, that I think will feed into it. Uh, you had you had a good thing that you wanted to throw out there, Fabs, but. Uh, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this um, because I got to admit, I felt like this year's playoffs were borderline unwatchable, and I'm having a real hard time because I know I believe Max Scherzer had some thoughts on it, but I'm having a really hard time with like the death of the starter in the mm-hmm. postseason. Yeah, and I didn't think that I would so much. And I know the Indians, the 2016 team, is a little bit to blame for this to start the trend. But, like, I really hate the way playoff games are being managed now because, you know, you've got you're, – you're pulling Max Scherzer in the fourth inning. Uh, I know the Braves had – was it Anderson had, like, that perfect game or no hitter going, and they pulled him. Yeah. And – I hate it from the standpoint of like, I hate it because it like works. And so a part of me is like, I get the analytics and I get the strategy, but it doesn't feel, this is like as crotchety old man as I'll get about baseball, but it doesn't feel like baseball. I agree. And I'm getting, it like really bothers me that like, I can't like, if I'm watching like, like for instance, like, like if I'm going to watch like next, let's just say Verlander was healthy and like there was a chance at like a Verlander Scherzer World Series matchup or something. It's like now I have to assume they're only going to go like three and two thirds innings before I have to like watch like eight fucking relievers come into the game and the game lasts four and a half hours. It's killing me. I don't know if you guys care about it so much, but it's killing me. I hate it. I hate it so much, and thank you for articulating it because I I didn't think I, – I tried to watch a bunch of games. I was like, oh, something just feels off, and I don't know. I think it dilutes the big moments. I think it dilutes the stories. 
I think it dilutes like the legends that are created when you have a you know, Madison Bumgarner basically pitching in like three and a half World Series games to like pull the Giants over against the Royals. Uh, Kluber almost doing the same thing in 2016. Um, you know, I want to see Pedro, even though he's crazy, I want to see Kurt Schilling on the bump. Like, I want them to go. I want to see how far they can go. I want to see, like, Pedro telling his manager, go fuck yourself. I'm going out. I know I'm at 135. I can do 20 more pitches. <laughs> yeah. I'll be good. Like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to see, like, oh, Scherzer, you know, 50 pitches in in the third inning, gives up a base hit. Then and they start warming up in the bullpen. Yep. Oh, Dave like, Roberts walks out. You, yeah. Yeah. Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing, man? Like, wh- I know it does work like analytically in a lot of instances, but it also like sucks. It sucks to watch. Yeah. And they fucked. I mean, the Do- Dodgers fucked themselves in. I know they, in that one game, they threw out like Kenley Jansen again instead of like some other reliever or something in a game and they like totally screwed him over. So like they like overthought a, a situation. I can't remember what it was, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I know there've been some rules thrown out there, like as possibilities where like, like if you pull your starter at a certain point, like you lose your DH or like, um, like almost like having to do like minimums for that. But I don't know. It just, I, I don't know what the fix is. Like, I have no idea what the fix could possibly be, you know, because like teams don't even care about the three batter minimum any he, with, with these relievers. Here's the fix is more Kenley Jen, Jensen like situations where teams get burnt. Um, it didn't yeah. hurt the, and like the Braves didn't seem to give a shit when they blew it in yeah. the World Series. I, I'm, and, and if you go back, um, to like when Bauer came to Cleveland, one of the guys from Driveline basically predicted this. You know, that this was the wave of the future. Um, kind of what Tampa's been doing, you know, for the last three years, where you get two or three good starters and then the rest of your your rotation is guys who can get you through one time, two times through the lineup and only give you four to five innings. And then it just becomes a bullpen game. So it's it's just the progression of that going from the regular season being the norm, bleeding now into the playoffs. And you're right, Steve. It was the 2016 Indians that really found that good balance. Um, you know, and every out is magnified in the playoffs. You know, you're going to hear all that coach speech. I I think until it really bites a team in the ass, teams teams are going to just continue to do it more and more. Yeah, and it's a bummer. I, I'm right there with both of you guys. It's a bummer. I I want to see a pitcher, a starter, go seven eight innings, but if you're going to expect him, maybe it, here and, and the Indians did it out of almost necessity. You know, because remember, yeah, Bauer yeah, was yeah, playing yeah, with sure. drones, and uh, we had um, basically Kluber and Tomlin. That was it. And yeah. then Ryan Merritt comes out of nowhere for that uh, ALCS game. You know, so we did it out of necessity of only having, you know, two, two and a half starters where it's like, hey, we might need this guy game six. Yeah. So. Let's only go five innings with him. And I just don't see I just don't see the logic in like like even like a Max Scherzer, it's like to pull him in like the third or fourth inning is like ludicrous to me. Because like a lot of guys do get better as the game goes on. I mean, that's that's what makes like Justin Verlander so good is like when guys settle in sometimes after that first run through the order or um you know, it, it, it just. But generally he, think, speaking, every run is magnified in the playoffs, too. You know, every, like you give up a run and that, I mean. Well, now it's become like. Now we won nothing ball games. I mean, but there's a but lot the, of. It's, I mean, scoring is a premium in the playoffs, more so but, than the regular season. It is, yeah. Because You're right, of but that. now the issue because is like. Because they're pulling pitchers. 
The issue now, though, to what you're saying is like now it's like as a starter, it's like if you give up one run, motherfucker, I'm getting that guy up in the bullpen. And it's like now it's like there isn't there's like no room for error well, anymore. I, and I understand like everything's yeah, magnified. And, and it's. I don't know. I mean, but until it bites a team, I think until it really truly bites a team. Yeah. I mean, that's why all these bolt these teams are trying to go to the power pens. You know, come in and blow these guys away with ninety mile an hour, ninety eight mile an hour heat. You know, I wonder if pump like it, pump it for an inning and then go to the next guy. Yeah, that's got to end at some point. Like like the odds of that working every year in perpetuity is it, it can't work because. Eventually, either hitters will adjust to the to that notion, or uh, the way that the new ball might be thrown might might make it harder for guys who, even if they pump it, to to get that little extra juice on the ball. Um, we can't expect like I'll, like I'll say ten- this too. Go ahead. The three true outcomes also plays into this from the batters. In the sense that if these guys are just trying to, you know, hit home runs, you know, that's why the, that's why you're seeing more of an emphasis on these power pitchers. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, cause it's harder to hit. It's going to be a team kind of like what the guardians are trying to build of just solid. And there's a couple other teams that are doing this too. And these teams are ahead of the curve, you know, a team like Tampa, where they're worried about getting on base. Well, even the Astros, you know, a team like at Houston, I wasn't even say Houston and New York always had this uncanny ability to flip the switch. Mm-hmm. You know, half their lineup could hit two thirty during the regular season, but come the playoffs, they seem to be the most disciplined team ever, mm-hmm. you know, working counts, you know, into their favor. And, and, Settling for the single and, and and creating rallies. Oh yeah! All of a sudden, Aaron Judge is like doing yeah. nine nine pitch at bats when yeah. he might have had one of those the entire season. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, but those teams that that can work the counts that can string together a couple of hits, like I said, like the Guardians are trying to do with this, at least on paper, conceivably right. trying to do by getting guys about who hit for better average. Twenty fifteen Royals. Ooh, yes, we them. are. Gotta yes, mention them. we are. With better starting pitching. Yes. I mean, but yeah. imagine that kind of a lineup with better starting pitcher, like Fab just said. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's what you're looking at. That's that's going to be what really tears down a lot of these things that were kind of being the old man, you know, on get off our lawn. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Baseball's got a lot of problems on their hands because, like, these games, the, the postseason games are longer than ever. They're less exciting than ever. It, it's there's no storylines that they're able to create from a lot of this stuff. It, it's it's rough. <laughs> there, I was surprised at how no, this postseason was super rough. I yeah, agree. Yeah, it it was disappointing. I, I, I mean, couldn't really get into it. I, not and it and it wasn't just because the four teams left were like the least interest. I mean, I I think the Braves were compelling, but like, yeah, man, like sure. I'm not. I am not going to be getting up for the Dodgers, Astros, and Red Sox. No thanks. So there were a lot of factors at play. I would have gotten up for an Astros, Dodgers, World Series. The revenge the, tour. Uh, standpoint of the revenge tour and how many fans in Los Angeles would be arrested. It would have been a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, that was the only thing I was rooting for. Once it was... Once it was Braves and Astros, I was just like, I I might tune into like a minute of this to hope the Astros don't win. But like I I I'm weird. I still haven't like gotten over the Braves being us in ninety five. So I That's wasn't fair. Su- super I was happy for too. Freddie Freeman. Uh but but then like as I'm excited for the Braves, all of a sudden their fans do the fucking like tomahawk shit. And I'm just like, oh, oh right. my god, like this is so much worse than like than just being called the Indians. Oh, dude, yeah, like 
of course, like somehow baseball's like, yeah, we're not going to make them do any of that. We're not going to make them change anything. We're not going to ask them to do whatever. We're not going to even consider a name change. And it's just like, okay, I mean, I guess the chop will just hap- continue to happen forever then. So whatever, you know, which is like. I thought the team issued a statement that they were going to try to down oh, good luck. that. And- yeah, good luck. Yeah. yeah, tell their fans that. Yeah, I'm sure that'll um, go over super well. Including Donald and Melania, they were loving the chop. That's true, right? Yeah, I love that video. That 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 really helps the cause. That, yes. that really that, that really helps make the case. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, so the playoffs, World Series, I would say. But now we're getting into the fun stuff. You know, I think there's a. There's a lot of compelling uh, off-season storylines that are going around. But before we, I guess, yeah, it's hot stove season, baby. Um, I guess before we head out, before we leave on the World Series, uh, Febs, you had a good question that you were throwing out there. Okay, yeah. So we're going to go only active, active uh, players because if you if you do retired, it's like, uh, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to obviously, you know, like everyone. We'll have the same answer for reliever. A lot of us will have the same for a starting pitcher. But we're going to do active players only. It's game seven. Okay, who's your starting pitcher? Who's your closer? And then who's pitch hitting for you with the game on the line? So are we talking like active in terms of like uh, just that they still play? Or could I have an active player who's like not in their prime anymore even? And like I could pick them in their prime as long as they're still active. Or just like who they are now. I would say today. I'd yeah, say who they are, who where they're they at, at right right in, heading into the twenty twenty two season. Get Bartolo okay. Colon from like two thousand two. Have you seen him play softball lately though? He might hit you a bomb. He's a ringer. Okay. He might hit you a bomb or two. So he's maybe a he's your he's your pitch hitter then. <laughs> <laughs> pitch hitter. Yeah. The DA the new DH <laughs> in the NL. Um yeah. I would I mean, it's hard for me to not think. I mean, Garrett Cole in like a game seven would be pretty sweet, would be pretty tight. I would probably have to narrow it down to like, but, but, but then again, there's also like Verlander's a stud too and Scherzer, but I guess I'd probably say like a, all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. Tough man. I'd probably say. I just like Mad Max, man. I, I'd roll with Max Scherzer any day as as to start in a game seven. That would be my guy. To start, start. Okay. I think I have to agree with that, too. Yeah, that was my guy also. Uh, yeah, Max, he's just, like, so proven. And Verlander would definitely be my number two, which mm-hmm. is, thank God those two aren't still on the Tigers. Because... Well, I'm sure that be- I'm sure Tigers fans want to just, like, barf when they're like, how do we not win yeah. a title? But we still have Cabrera... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or and they're like, they're like, we could bring Verlander back. It's like, okay, <laughs> have fun with that. It'll only be forty. A thir- a thirty nine, forty year old Justin Verlander. He's going to help you guys. He wants to pitch till forty five. It's like, great, give him a five year deal and see I mean, how. That the only thing out. he's going to help him with is selling tickets, right? I don't know, man. He's got the Kate Go- Upton magic, so we'll see. Yeah, this is hey, true. man, that didn't help his. He did find the fountain of youth there. Yeah, but he tore. He got Tommy John, man. I don't know. You know, well, when you make a deal like that with the devil, you know, there's a price <laughs> yeah, to right. pay. That's don't right. worry. I, I heard Nelson Cruz is going to help him with his like rehab, so he'll, he was, he'll he come was, back stronger than ever. Oh dear God! Um, um, all right. So I got an interesting right. name for the reliever. Yeah, let's go. Okay, who do you who do you have for a reliever? I'm very curious. And this. This is totally a homer move, but I might go. I think I would go with Class A. He showed me a, a home, lot. This that is year. a homer move. He's not. He's not proven in the playoffs at all. But yeah. you know, the guy. This is tougher than this you know, is for tougher one than inning. Me. For one inning, how many? I mean, he he was by far the the pitcher with the most hundred plus mile yeah. an hour pitches all season long, and it wasn't even close. I mean, for one inning, perceive you know, let's say three to four batters. I think I might take Class A. 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to go Brad Hand? Uh, no. <laughs> no. By the end of his tenure in Cleveland, Brad Hand was putting me on, like, like, you know, heart attack, you know, uh, watch. Just like Bob Wickman and Joe Borowski before him. There's nothing Every I love more. Hand pitched in the ninth. I thought they had the over. I thought they had the extra inning rules because there was always a guy on second. Like immediately <laughs> when the inning started, I was like, "Wait, are they doing the extra inning rules?" Oh no, oh. I just missed the first at bat. Oh, dude, I knew this is I, true. That that last year he was in Cleveland. It was rough because it was like you you knew that you knew you were in for it because like all of a sudden his fastball was like four miles an hour slower and you're like oh fuck <laughs> like you're yeah. just like it's over it's you're sweating <laughs> like you got the cold sweats going on yeah it's like this is not gonna happen <laughs> it's gonna be a long year um i mean it would be hard to go with because relievers are these days so much more spotty and as much as i don't like him it would be hard to go with anybody but chapman like if you were like, all right, we need like a dude. He was proving to be mortal this year, though. He too. was. I know. No, I especially know. To- especially down the stretch. Yes, he was. I know. I, I, I would say that with like not much confidence, but like as a closer, just coming in, maybe Chapman. Uh, I think there should be another caveat that there can't be any domestic abuse allegations against any of these players. Oh. And- Craig Kimbrell, maybe. <laughs> I guess I go with him, maybe. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, maybe would be Hard- yeah, oh, a good one. You know what? Harder. He'd be a good one from Milwaukee. Oh, Josh Hader, or Hader? I'm sorry. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, but but we also have to throw in the caveat of no Nazi Twitter posts. Oh, well. <laughs> Who are we left with then? <laughs> no, I'm going to. I'm going to. Classe it be, is. I'm going to be a total homer. I'm going to go Classe also. I love how, you, like, I know it's only for like one inning. So, like, this part doesn't come into play at all. But I love how young he is. He, like, showed me a lot this year. Yeah. And I just, especially if I have the game at home and our fans are rocking, assuming we haven't, like, sold our tickets to, like, Cubs fans or whatever. Um, like every time he throws it over a hundred, the like the stadium's gonna just be like going goddamn crazy. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go class A. I'm gonna keep In that. Fact, audio. You know it's gonna be some other long suffering franchise next time we make oh, a World yeah. Series, like the Pirates oh. or somebody like that. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We always get to like who has the longest drought in the NL? Like, we'll fucking go against I think them. it's the Pirates. I think it is the Pirates. Or, or maybe no you know, it might, it's probably the Padres. Oh, uh, look, yeah. You know what's going to be the, the Padres because, like, I'm a Tatis guy. You love the Padres. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know it's going to be Indians Padres in like a year or two. 100%. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep your guys' audio about Class A just so that way, like, if like his postseason ERA is like 950, I'll just like put that like, audio over idiots. like some video clips <laughs> of like him getting rocked. <laughs> or, or when he gets the, the final out in in the World Series, that's and true. Win. Yes, that's when that will be like, like, we we were ahead of the curve. Hell yeah. I'd be fine with that, too. Um, Either either way, I I expect nothing less. Yeah. (laughs) 35, Christ. All right. Who do you got? Or who do you have hitting with the game on the line? That's your last your last question on that. Um, You got to get a hit to win a game. Who's it going to be up to bat? Again, an, another guy that I don't want to have to say this, but I would say probably Jose Altuve. I think it, I, I was, was going to say, say he's was, so fucking annoying, uh, but he's so clutch. How uh, could it not be? How especially could he's games not? in Houston. Yeah, games in Houston, he's got he's got his buzzer on. The fans are going crazy. Yeah, don't rip his shirt right, off. Another don't, new don't caveat. Rip. Another new caveat. We can't pick cheaters. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That really whittles it down. <laughs> Who's left on if the? If I'm not going out Tuve, I would go Jose Ramirez because Jose Ramirez is like pretty clutch. Yeah, and like I try, like he's yeah, yeah, he's pretty. Brantley's really so, clutch. I was Dude, Brantley same. was like the only offense at the end of that World Series. Like he went like four I'm so for bummed five for him. No, I'm game. so. I want him like I'm so bummed he can't win one. I want him to go to another fucking team so I can actually root for the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Is he a free agent? I can't remember. He has one no, more year. No, one more year. year. Um, that might be it. This the hitter might be the one where 
I think we can make the argument for a dozen different players. You could. Juan I mean, Soto Altuve, is another good one. Uh, yeah, Soto, Altuve, mm-hmm. uh, Soto Brantley, was when they won the World Series. That is true. Jose. Heck, I would even lump, I'd probably even say uh, Betts is in that mix. Tatis. Yeah. <sighs> I would, Soto would be an interest. I, I would say Soto and Altuve would be, would be two really Eddie Rosario, Good, uh, if, it, if I'm taking Eddie Rosario from this year. <laughs> yeah, or give me the current Eddie Rosario, yeah. Yeah, second half of 2021 Eddie Rosario postseason. It's that edition. Atlanta Heat, baby. It's the yeah. Heat. Yeah, all Hot he Atlanta. needed was Got to get to out of It was the, the strip clubs in Atlanta. <laughs> Honestly, it probably was. Yeah. He just didn't want to say it. Yeah, the and magic of the like, strip clubs. Yeah, I get that. He goes, I get that. food in Atlanta strip clubs. Yeah, he's like, oh, uh, it's too cold in Cleveland. Um, it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Good for him. You know what would uh, be funny? Is if, like, if if a uh, Steve, like, went and got his fortune told at the beginning of the year after we signed Rosario, and it's you're like, just tell me anything about like the sports landscape. I want to use some sports betting. And the woman's like, I'm seeing Rosario is going to win a world series. And Steve is just like, so amped, but then trade the deadline day happens. <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> I'm like, it's like June 1st. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have put so much money on this bet. Why did I listen to that old lady? <laughs> Would you have preemptively gotten the championship tattooed onto you like those guys do when, you know, their NFL team goes like, oh, five yeah. Oh, my I God. love doing that for the social media clout. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, my I mean, favorite. The ro- I'm doing it for the, the gram. Yeah. yeah. You never do it before the season. You never get a college championship on there because no. you don't know what NCAA violations are going to come <laughs> Yeah, unless it's a decade removed from the championship. So, like, hey, if you're a Hurricanes fan, celebrate that 2001 championship with a tattoo. Like, I don't even know if a it. decade. I don't even know if a decade is sometimes uh, good enough. <laughs> they're still you know, vacating they're, they're, wins from like the 80s. They're still vacating. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Lou Holtz! Your 1988 Notre Dame championships in jeopardy. We're fucking coming for you, <laughs> guys. Thirty-three guys, years, I, bitch! I've been looking for you. <laughs> oh shit! I hate to say this, but you know, when we were all in college, um, I did some things that probably were going to vacate a couple of those four wins from the OU football team from 2008. Oh Dude, yeah. Dude, the tight end was in my my um physics class and he kept he tried to cheat off me like four times. <laughs> Dude, you should just freaking let him. He would always come in he late. Had more, he's like, he's he had like, more hey, important man, things like, to worry about. What's the answers? <laughs> <laughs> I should have let him, I know. I know. Uh, he had to focus on the game, man, and you fucking messed him up. Hindsight's 2020. So I think my answer, if it's not out to I'm gonna go Juan Soto. I love Juan Soto. And he was already oh, yeah. clutch in a World Series, which is like yep. and Mookie Betts is probably another great answer because he was clutch in last year's World Series. So Yeah, I think I think I'd yeah. And I mean Those are good. I mean I like Jose too, you know, but that's that's the, the Homer in me too. You're not gonna go Lindor? No, no, no. Not I'm not gonna pick a guy who's been on a three and a half year slump. Now, okay, now I'm sad. And, uh, and on top of it, fall, probably fell asleep for 45 minutes yeah. before this last so at-bat. Like, the other one is like, okay, if you're going to need your team to like take a group nap in the middle of the game. <laughs> oh, if yeah. you need who's that, leading I, got, the I, got, I got your man. If you got a guy who gets sleepy during a rain delay, there's got, no other got, choice. Yeah. Although, how do you, I, Jr. I don't also get that, that, man. Like, how do you, oh, King, he was never in a World Series, though. No, but King Seattle Jr. only made an ALCS. Oh. That's how his career ended when he came back to the Mariners. Was he like never? He like fell asleep in the locker room and never came back out. And he just like left in the middle of a game. Wait, it's like, the, are you serious? I'm dead serious, yes, dude. Like, I've it's heard, the strangest I've heard rumors of that. It's the strangest end to a career ever. <laughs> like, 
Is that is that a hundred percent verified? Yes, confirmed. Or I, is I, that just I'll look hearsay? it up. But like Ken Griffey Jr.'s last game, he like just like didn't want to play or something, and he like fucking fell asleep. Hold on, keep go ahead and keep talking about it's whatever. Like this, it, is it those NFL players who just like, yeah, man, like at halftime he just said, "I'm done with this." And he just like, left ret- the locker room and like retired. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which is incredible. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, so uh. here it is. So according to a reporter, two anonymous Mariners sources said Griffey fell asleep oh, during the seventh oh, inning. Oh, 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 let's stop right there. Anonymous, have some freaking balls and put your name to it. Yeah, Come on, dude. Ichiro, put your name to it. Ichiro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, like okay, he, missed okay. ch- he he missed the chance to pinch hit in a game because he was asleep in the clubhouse, and like that was like I actually don't know if that was his last game. I might have been I was wrong about no, that. No, it was like, towards the end. I do recall. I don't remember also if it was the last game, but I do remember hearing this story. I mean, That's, this is pretty. This wow. is super uh, relatable because according to the article, Ken Griffey Jr. was found asleep in a clubhouse chair in the seventh inning of the game. Hey man, yeah, we've been there. Maybe. Maybe he had a turkey sandwich. The, yeah. The, uh, turkey, like, the Red just, Sox, like, too. Yeah, nailed him. I just oh love that. God. I think that's just like the greatest goddamn end that's to a incredible. career ever. Where it was like, nah, man, I fell asleep. But like, real, real question. Like, how do you possibly, like, even consider taking a nap in extra innings of Game 7 of the World Series? If you're like, if you're a starting pitcher... I could say maybe like one percent possibly understand. I don't know, but like if you're one of the guys on the field, like how is that even humanly possible? Your adrenaline. You go to the dugout, and if you're feeling at all sleepy, you pound some Red Bull or coffee. It's crazy. Do a line of coke. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, if he was on the '80s Mets, like he'd have no issues. Well, your adrenaline is keeping you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your adrenaline like is just taking you to that should. next level. Should, should. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he suffers from low T. Game seven of the World Series, you can't, <laughs> you can't get up for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, I the other little tidbit from this, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. should have been taking Frank Thomas's boner pills because it sounds like the other little uh, bit was that he some player said that he'd gone back. He went back in the fifth inning to get a jacket, and he never came back. That he just like disappeared. Cold, and sleepy man. I love it. Hey, I, mean, I absolutely love Seattle it. Seattle does get chilly. <laughs> Seattle gets cold, so you never know. Yeah, in May that's plus, that's he, was, cold and plus rainy. he was super Forget old, that. man. Old people get colder easy, yeah. more easily. Yeah. No. That's amazing. Don't ask Ken Griffey Jr. to pinch it. What the fuck is wrong with you? No. If you want him in the game, you start him. Um, that's right. That's right, God damn it. Um, okay. So, uh, some Guardians comings and goings. We'll, we'll knock this out. Uh, no gold gloves, sadly. Uh, Jose Ramirez and Miles Straw were finalists, which is fine. Sad cool. that they couldn't get. I, I Miles Straw will certainly get a gold glove here soon. I would He'll have to get assume. one next year. Um, yeah, uh, but it, you know, hey, it is what it is. The only thing that actually pisses me actually pisses me off about the gold gloves is that the Cardinals were the first team ever to have five gold glove winners, which just that's will make insane. them. That's just will make that all their fans more insufferable than ever. So that just pisses me off from that standpoint. Like. That of course it had to be the Cardinals, you know, the team that does it the right way. That always, that should just. What's amazing me nuts. is they would then lose in the wild card playoff. So cool! Congrats on your gold gloves. That's true. Yeah, maybe you need some silver sluggers too. That's true. That w- and and then like fired their manager for like a thirteen year old. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens there. Their manager of the year finalist. I don't know what's going. I don't know what happened there. I still don't. I'd be lying to say if I cared about them. <laughs> yeah, also I don't. Maybe, care. I, maybe then I'd look <laughs> it up. <laughs> like, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure what will happen is the Cardinals will be like 500, maybe a few games under in like May, and then they'll go on some torrid stretch and yep. win like 96 games. So no, they don't win that. Well, and we'll all ever. be. They never win that many. They win like 80, like seven to like 91. Yeah, and they'll still win yeah, the central of like 87 wins. Yeah. Ugh. God. That rest of the division is selling off all their pieces and parts. That's true. The Reds are dismembering that team for some reason. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you got the Reds and the Brewers still. The Reds are in a fire sale. They're literally listening to every offer. Castellanos is like, peace out, out. dudes. I know Castellanos is out. They traded Tucker Barnhart. I mean, because they already had Tyler They gave up on Wade Miley. Like, oh, I didn't get, see get that. Out. What was the his they, they just ten million dollar ten million dollar option? They cut him, and they cut and the Cubs. Oh, they didn't pick up. up his option. No, no, they didn't pick up his option. The Reds are yeah, the Reds man. are slashing. All payroll. my Reds friends were really mad on social media <laughs> when that happened. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which which might oh the Cubs this, picked this, him up. Yeah. Yep. I didn't but, see that. But wow. the Reds fire sale actually might benefit the Indians if Jesse Winker becomes available. Yes, that's what you've been after. I mean, let's just. If that is, that is uh, of- interesting to me. I, I never, you know, I, I'm a, I really thought the Reds were not as far off as maybe people thought. I, I, I think the Reds I are a good team. I'm surprised. I, yeah, I think they were like one or two. Like, I think they're one or two really good starting pitchers away from being able to like maybe make a weird Braves run because their offense yeah. is great. Hey, I like. I, I know we've said this like multiple times. Like, I like their pitching staff, but now it's all fucked up. So I don't know what. Yeah, I man, that's crazy. I thought they were maybe just mm-hmm. like a decent enough bullpen away, but <laughs> not anymore. That's crazy because it sounds like Sonny Gray might be not the next to go. Um, I mean Joey Votto's not getting any younger. Nope. Wow, interesting. Okay, he's been. I feel like wow. he's been playing forever. He has. Yeah, he's been playing since like nineteen ninety three. Okay, he was on the he was on the uh, what the big red machine I think yeah yeah, yeah and then he played for yeah. the Expos for a bit. That's yep. right, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay, wow. Chicago club Cubs claim Wade Miley off waivers. What a what a hilarious like <laughs> dude to just like claim off of waivers. Like, cool, we'll take Wade Miley. Well, the Cubs aren't like I've already seen that they're that uh, pundits have said well. They might just trade him at the deadline. Well, exactly. Because yeah, they're not yeah. like looking to build anything for this no, this year. No, not at all. You could you could absolutely turn around and trade him for parts. The Reds receive nothing in return for Wade Miley. Oh, why wouldn't you just pick it up and trade him? Like, why wouldn't they just do that? Well, it goes back to, to your boy Brad Hand. That's the same thing that happened with him last year. Yeah, but he's not. At least he's like he was like a closer on the back end of his career. Wade Miley is like a very serviceable starter. Where like if he was pitching well again next year, or even like halfway decent, the Red, and the Reds were out of it, they could have just been like, "Cool, like we need, we'll take a prospect or some bullpen." Yeah, he's help. a very solid like number three. Wow. Yeah, I'm very surprised that the Reds are going to like appear to be tanking. I mean, but, Castellanos but was a Wade player. Wade Miley option. is thirty. Wade Miley is about to turn thirty-five, though. Yeah, but I mean, and so like is Lance days. Lynn. Well, like the money you're saving, though, it's not like you can use it for anything. Like you're not going to find a good like three or four pitcher for your rotation for ten million dollars. Well, like, what, yeah, what are you us, doing? If they here? come to like, us, what, they will. They could have our whole rotation for less than that amount. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, That's I guess true. you're hoping for like, no, yes. like you're not a, going, re- you're not gonna find a, a free reclamation agent. project, somebody coming off yes. of like Tommy John surgery that we can get for four yeah. million dollars, six million. Or maybe a Zach Plesak in a deal that brings Jesse As Winker. Part of a people. Jesse Winker deal? Hey, maybe, yeah. Maybe the the Wade Miley deal is uh I mean, yeah, that could definitely help maybe us because we do have yeah, some backroom deals going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I like, the, um, I like the thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. 
So uh, other comings and goings, a few, you know, non, uh, uh, not surprising things. The Guardians picked up Jose Ramirez's $12 million uh, option. So, duh. They declined uh, Roberto Perez's $7 million option. Duh. We knew that was going to happen. Now we can pay the roller derby team. Again, yeah, to pay for like probably like a a friggin' decade of operations for that roller derby team. Everything else is like pretty standard, I would say. Um, Nothing. The biggest surprise was that they just let uh, Francisco Perez just go. But yeah, I mean, he's a lefty. Also, not surprised. He's a lefty. They got like a um, million of them. Well, they have henches and um, and goes, and I was like, and Nelson. And Nelson, yes, yes. So I think they have those three, and I think there's another one or two in the system. And I was like, well, yeah, they must be much higher on these guys, clearly. Plus, so. that clears up our 40-man spot. Yep. For the time being. So I guess yeah, it, it, but- the one that people were getting, like, their asses all chafed over was uh, when Oscar Gonzalez became a free agent for about 10 minutes. And then yes. the Guardians resigned <laughs> for literally him. ten minutes. It was like people were freaking out because he was a free agent, with, along with the likes of like Juan Hillman, who I believe is still who a free agent. elected free agent. Yep. And uh, you know, it, it's like okay, just hold your horses. Like I'm pretty sure they're going to try and re-sign the guy who led the organization in homers. So, though, uh, other people on Twitter who follow it a little bit more closely than we do. Also noted that like Ricky Schaefer led the organization in home runs a couple of years back. Well, that's the thing too, man. Is like <laughs> it's everybody like, was. Get- let's not put too much stock into this. Yeah, don't. I don't want to make it sound like I was like, like I'm. Yeah, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm putting too much stock into it because I'm. I I'm glad you said that because like for the people who did get pissed about it, it was like. Okay, man. That's the only 30- number they're looking at. Right. They see 31 home runs and they're like, how the fuck? Well, we got to fit it. We got to fix our outfield and like, you're not going to sign this guy. We have a it's guy like, who hits 30, 31 home runs in the minors. Bring him up in a lit 27 in the bigs. Yeah. You know, it's like, it doesn't he's a, he was way. a great story, but he also like came out of nowhere. So like, whatever, if, if something, if he, I'm sure he'll get a shot, but like, you know, don't start pinning everything on like Oscar and Gonzalez suddenly being the answer. Heading into this year, I think a lot of people viewed him as a fourth, fifth outfielder. So, you know, hey, there's a lot of prospects that we've had in the past that kind of, you know, have been predicted to be a lot less than what they ended up eventually becoming. Maybe he's another guy, but. Let's, yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Hey, he's back in the system, so yes, we'll see what happens. I'm not upset about it. No. Uh, other free agents: Brian Shaw, Wilson Ramos, Blake Parker, Cam Hill, and Nick Wickren. Hill and Wickren were both outrighted uh, to avoid arbitration. So, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. of of those five, I could see Brian Shaw certainly coming back. Well, Terry's coming back, so you know Shaw is too. I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's right. It's a package deal. I don't know. I mean, you could look at you could see you could see any of those guys coming back between Parker Hill, Wickren, and Shaw. I, I just don't know how it'll all shake out. But I don't know about Wickren. Wickren kind of seems like I, Yeah, I, think I could see that. He's gone. Yeah, I but could see that. Yes. Parker and Shaw. I'll I'll there's there's they're going to want a vet in the bullpen. You got to have one. Well, like yeah. I, I keep hinting at and hoping for a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, they're no longer, I would argue that they're no longer sold on James Karinchak, obviously. So I bet you they'd listen to any and all offers that would include him. And so. Sure. So it would be very, it would behoove them to get some veterans maybe in the back end of that bullpen at any possible way so like um yeah no i mean well you got a guy like sandlin coming back who could be true. that eighth inning guy um and I mean, there's gonna be no goes, shortage of like dudes out there beyond yeah, what I, you know what i mean like there's a m- million guys that we could 
comb the uh, minor league deals for and all that kind of stuff. Like that, it'll be, you know, it'll be yeah, fine. There, and, and the moon will have too many relief options. Well, so, that's that's why I think. I mean, you saw sort of this like just like quick trimming of the fat on the forty man because like they had a glut of relievers and they're going to have to make some other decisions. So like, it's not surprising that they well, would make. these. Yeah. Moves. I mean, the, the, the 40 man's now down to 36 players. Um, and I would have to think that we're looking at probably four to six more, four to six more spots that we really need. And just yeah. kind of quickly eyeballing it. I mean, you still have a J.C. Mejia. I mean, Kyle Nelson, uh, Alex Young. Uh, I mean, we've mentioned Yu Chang. Uh, take your pick of Daniel Johnson, Mercado, um, Harold Ramirez, and Bradley Zimmer. I think at least one of those guys gets cut. So, I mean, there's, that's a quick way to make four or five more spots open up. Mm-hmm. Yep. For and some new acquisitions. We, we have to, well, I mean, they're not going to be acquisitions. They're going to be the guys from the minors being added to the 40. But then, like to we start, said, yeah. too, I mean, then we, that's that's why a guy like a Karen check or um or like uh just looking at some of the names on the 40 man Scott Moss Plesac that's why you I think we we might trade one of those guys mhm yep. wouldn't shock me no we also start making them space somewhere too. We shall see. Uh, all right. Um, a little taste, a little, little, little post-World Series fun, a little bit of, uh, you know, some comings and goings on the Guardian side. I, I have some other stuff that I want to save for another episode, so we'll keep some uh, some tidbits uh, for later episodes. Keep, keep the mystery we'll alive. Happens. Yeah, that's, that's all we've got anymore. Um, Especially with the possibility the keep- of no, no season next year. Yeah, well, that's actually, a good point. Quickly, quickly to, to wrap on that point, um, what I've read, I don't know if you guys have read anything differently, but it does sound like there's going to be a I can't lockout. Read. Oh, that's fool. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't <laughs> want to read wife, that. Yeah. I, My I, wife I forgot about says that. your notes to me. She, she, <laughs> She's just she off deciphers screen. them. Yeah. yeah, she reads, reads, <laughs> Is that she reads them. Is that his whispering all the time? <laughs> yes. Wouldn't oh. it terrify you if you found out like I didn't actually exist and I was a ventriloquist dummy? Whoa! And then it was and your wife this whole time. <laughs> She's just like, dude, that would mess with me. Yes, 100%. that would. That'd be like some like Batman level like villain. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been well. Like I existed. So like, because Steve has seen me in person, and and so have you, Chris. But like, I yeah. died shortly after. Like we've all saw each other last. But my well, wife what if, has like, just, like, embalmed me, like, weekly, and now I'm a like, quest in the garage. Okay, what would be weirder, if you were embalmed and, like, turned into, like, a, a ventriloquist dummy, or if, like, you be, you died okay. and you became, like, your, your wife created, like, an AI platform, and you've just been AI yeah. this whole time that we've been doing this, and, like, oh, that'd be crazy. you're just an algorithm. You, yes. are, yeah. you are out in L.A., I mean... They and may... she's just responding to, like, the text threads that we're all on. <laughs> She's just well, like a, living her own algorithm. life and then like yes. living like <sighs> I'm gonna yeah, go be, with the AI Steve. That'd be, that'd be wild. Freaky. Yeah, that'd be cool. Though that'd I have cool. told my wife, like, I want some like Luke Skywalker like prosthetics. Like if I need it. I don't <laughs> want to like just like lose an arm like <laughs> James Franco. I want my I want my consciousness when I die to be uploaded to like like a uh, the metaverse or something. Like I want to like I want to live yeah. on in like a computer. I think you want to. Li- Maybe well, not the metaverse. I mean, that's kind of like Steve like dies before us, and then like we have to do the podcast with like your metaverse version, and like 
so it just makes no sense and it's just like so i'm just like annoying. horrified i'm like you, this like... is not what i thought it would be i'm so fucking scared <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where to unplug me find it find it <laughs> i want to sleep <laughs> I need but anyway, eternal so you, rest I want my rest <laughs> Instead of sleep, Steve, they require you to like Listen in an echo every night To a household Right, like yeah. That's your, that's your like sleep Is like listening to families on echoes Right <laughs> Hey man I can't wait So you're talking about Actually, uh, a lockout happening, right? Is that what you've been saying? That's that's kind of like The, the uh, <laughs> The way a lot of people are now now feeling. This is hard to kind of transition back into this. Yeah, wait, um, uh, that's that's kind of the general consensus. It feels like is that there's going to be a lockout. Yeah, it'll probably last. You know, there will be a resolution before the season starts. So there was a lot of predictions along the lines of you know a you know, at most a two month lockout where like nothing gets done in December and January. And then there's going to be a mad dash. I could see that. Well, you see like like, teams are starting. I feel like teams are making quicker acquisitions now than usual. Like almost like they're like, yeah. And that was the prediction. That was like the prediction is like, you're going to see like a lot of like, lower key moves like no big names really right now but you're gonna see some movement as like these these cuts come down like people might grab certain guys like you said which definitely does seem to be the case but like the big names are gonna be Mm -hmm. like two weeks before spring training well like why would yeah like why is anybody gonna sign Carlos Correa to like a giant deal with, without even knowing like is there a salary exactly. floor? Is exactly. there like and that's yeah. that, that's kind of the logic is like until they know the, the financials of it, mm-hmm. there's no incentive for teams to make these long term commitments. Yeah. So but a guy like Wade Miley who's thirty five and you don't care if he's you know, he's on a one year ten million dollar deal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. It would be if funny he pans if out a- the comes It'd be funny if there's a salary for the Reds are short by $10 million on it. And they just have to hire, like, find some, like, piece of shit. Yeah. To just, like, meet that threshold. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to give Corey Kluber $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out uh, April 20th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he almost pitched, I, he pitched, like, half a season this year. Dude, I, I do want him to come back. I, I I would like to see him have like another couple decent seasons because he's only like thirty. Isn't he like Wade Miley age? Like thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. So like, and Steve means come know. back to the Indians on a fifteen million dollar a year deal. The hundred percent. Yeah, uh, at least hard pass on the dollar amount. I would do <laughs> it for like three million dollars. Would you do it for? Five, would you do it for a three year deal for fifteen million? Sure. Yeah, I do that. So in sure. this scenario, we in this scenario we traded three of our starters to the Braves for Acuna. Then we re-signed Corey Kluber to a three-year deal to help bridge the gap. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. Sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> kick ass, man. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hopefully, when we uh, we chat again, uh, there won't be any developments that are too negative on the lockout side, but. I don't think that'll be the case. So we'll probably be doing some lo- uh, plenty of lockout content this winter. Uh, Might so- be talking about bobbleheads and jerseys. And talking about, and, yes. like, <clears throat> worst buildings to be locked out of. Top, yeah. five. Ooh. Next. Top five. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. We, we're yeah. going to be doing a lot of theaters in Go. Syracuse, New York. Yes. Well, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Remember my last lock-in was at my high school. It was an anti-drug lock-in. It sounds really like we could fill an and you were that you were with the you were with the police with the batons beating the shit yeah. out of the <laughs> the kids. I was super stoned, just beating the crap out of like the kids and yelling, "Don't do drugs!" <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, all right, um, I think that wraps up this episode of the California Penal League Podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and um, pray that. A deal magically gets done at the 11th hour. 
use use all your prayers on that and nothing else because I think that's how it works. And uh, be and sure to that, follow Steve us. Steve means a deal for uh, Jan Gomes to return to the Indians. Get the band back together. I'm sure every Guardians <laughs> fan out there uh, gets a real boner <laughs> over the thought of like, what if we had Gomes and Kipnis? And Kluber and all these guys back. Like, that's what the, the juice, that's the juice we need. Like, that, <laughs> trust me, there's plenty of dudes out there who think that. So, <laughs> yeah, sadly. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Um, follow us on social, Cal Pod, and we'll catch you guys later. Bye.